people die and Yuna dances, when will she stop dancing? Yuna won't stop dancing. Not until sin is gone. Memorized, a Final Fantasy X-2 recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Final Fantasy X-3 comes out. It's never been announced, but don't judge us for dreaming. My name is Joe. I'm joined as always by Wheels. Wheels, how the fuck are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Although I am a little worried for this episode because oh. we're going to be covering the Crimson Squad spheres probably mm-hmm. in this episode. <laughs> Number one, we don't have it in the script. Nope. We can't find the dialogue of it written anywhere. It's, we'll have to summarize. Two, Got it summarized. Um, because of that, I want to make sure that we don't miss a detail, so I'm just doing it as the bit up front. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's Barely at one point calls Nuge Nugester. Yes. I I caught that in Pain Sphere, which we'll get to. Between Nugester, Nugi Wooji, Mevin, just plain old Nuge. Like this man, the, the metric ton even. of stupid names this man has. I think it's gonna overload the system. Mm-hmm. I uh I did I know I've said this like a couple of times about how great of a line has been in this like game before, but I do think I have found my new favorite from I think the first Crimson Sphere, where like they're all like learning each other's names and just like the laissez-faire delivery of hey uh nuge my name's gipple is like so <laughs> good <laughs> uh I, that's my that's my new high watermark as as Nuge is like, like digimon struggling to get up just here. put a mon after both and they're both digimon yeah Gip- gippomon and Me- mevin well it's nuge mon and then he digivolves into mevin nuge mom i think correct <laughs> <laughs> when he gains the title of 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 mevin um anyways we will probably get to uh, recapping the Crimson Spheres and talking about the... Why did they make... All right, so the Den of Woe is already its own fucking not really explained thing. But why did it... They they made the door locked behind ten movies? <laughs> like, I... <laughs> like, I understand game mechanically why you, like, you gotta learn these mm-hmm. ten little you, like, vignettes of story. Right. But... <laughs> but it is weird that, like... They've spread out their past into 10 mysterious videos that you have to put into a lock to open a door. Uh, but I guess they did it. I, like they don't say it, but I guess you're right that it must have been them who made the door to seal away the evil. Right. Oh, what happened? Oh, no. Did I get disconnected? Joe got disconnected. I'm still here. You're back. I Shuyin got you for a bit there. I got I got Shuyin'd. I died. Well, I'm on scent now. <laughs> what were you saying? I don't remember, but it's fine. Do you want to okay. just <laughs> start the episode? <laughs> I'll make that funny in the edit, I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the first stop is is Mushroom Rock Road. This is interesting. Uh, this is maybe the biggest divergence, depending on where you gave that sphere fucking 30 chapters ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you give it to the youth league, you get a whole sequence uh, like a whole fucking tournament arc of an anime, and if you give it to New Yevon, you That's get right. jack shit. Yep, you don't get the battle tournament. Um, yeah, I don't know how much of this is worth 
reading. I think maybe uh, Lucille's speech at the end. But for the most part, you know, you show up. They're like, loved the concert. The harmonies were, were choice. Really liked how you um, panned Nobody wants to go. Right. We all decided we're not going to go to war anymore. But we do have uh the itch to kill so do you want to do yeah. a fighting tournament because yeah um we need i need to bloody someone's face or my bloodlust won't be satisfied you're you're dramatizing it a bit which is you know for comedy but she says like the people the the boys need to lay off get get the lay off some steam or they start a, a fight club they start a fight yeah. club because they have pent up energy that they can't express in society, we live in a society. Uh, so Yuna so beats make, the shit the out second, of everybody. What's the second one? The, actually, that maybe is more of the second one in Fight Club. What's the second Operation Mayhem? I guess that, I know. I guess I mean, it is more just like the Fight Club. Operation yeah, we, Mayhem is the rest is, of the game. Is, is de destabilizing the economy and rolling the debts back to zero, um, which we should do. But we have already broken the first rule of podcasting about Fight Club. But what? We did? You're, well, you're not supposed to podcast about Fight Club. That's the first rule. Yeah, we're podcasting about it right now. Oh. Oh. There's a bit. Well. I started, I, I, there's a bit. It's funny. Um, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm best kind of bit. Dumb. Um, yeah. Anyways, there's Yuna beats the shit out of everybody. Oh, we haven't talked about dress fears in a while. But I do think it's interesting as I've been watching playthroughs of people who know what they're doing in this game and just probably pick the strongest dress fear regardless of what it might look like. We need to address that one of them is just furry. Have you seen the furry <laughs> oh, dress fear? What is it called? Do you know? Or I do don't, you just, you've only. I don't know, but I was watching these and Yuna was just on all fours and like. Troubling. Like a, troubling. Like a warrior cat, and it was, and like pain was like levitating. She was n negative man, and there was just a whole thing going on. I the the dress fears of this game become unhinged in a way that I never appreciated before. Um, and I just want to give them their respect here, uh, on the on the podcast because I only I tried to stick to the main ones because I like the core designs. I like to look at them. Uh, anyways. Uh, but there are some, there are a lot of them that yeah. you can swap between, and they all got their own outfits. Um, do you want to do Lucille, do, should I read Lucille's monologue here? Uh, sure, yeah, so just to, to recap quickly, you beat the shit out of everybody, it's like Yaibol, Elma, and then Lucille's the final, uh, boss, they all seem easy, maybe I'm just watching someone good, but, uh, oh, I went back to Gamers Zone 87 for this one. Uh, I, I pronounce it that way because there is a Z in the middle. But yes, once you once you complete the tournament arc, uh, Lucille gives a speech to the whole headquarters. Uh, notably, some people sparring do not stop to listen. They just fight in the background <laughs> of the video. Hey, you know what? They're having a good time. Lucille says, when the calm arrived two years ago, is that Lucille? I think that's roughly Lucille's voice. It echoed deep in the hearts of Spira's youth. With Sin's defeat, we had lost not only our mortal enemy, but also our purpose in life. I, too, felt lost. I did not know what direction to take, where to channel my energy. It was Mevin Nuge who guided our lost generation to a new purpose, to uncover Spira's true past. This is the same man who was once called Deathseeker, who made no attempt to hide his despair. What caused Mevin Nuge to change? That is not for us to know. Nonetheless, under Nuge's leadership, we finally found a way to apply our strength. But look at us now. The power we hope to use for good has intoxic intoxicated us all. Even Nuge. 
the Youth League is in danger of becoming a mindless band of thugs that know only violence. I'm sure that this fight club I just made is helping. Um, <laughs> a power that destroys rather than creates, without meaning, no better than sin. Do you remember why the Youth League seeks truth behind Spira's past? Because Spira's past is the foundation for its future. Our power exists so that we may cut a new road to a new age. An age where children will never have to lift a sword. Unless they want to, in some sort of fighting tournament. <laughs> that we've started, yeah, that's what I remember from Fight Club, was that line, that really quotable line, sometimes you just want to create something beautiful. Um, that's <laughs> <laughs> classic. Love, David Fincher really knows what he's doing. Anyways, yeah, I don't, I was listening to this, uh, one, I think it's, a, this seems to be like, oh yeah, Death Seeker was just a nickname the man got because he wanted to die so bad. Big mood. But... Uh, they talk about it like he's the only person who's ever <laughs> dealt ever. with that. Yeah, like he's it's just strange. <laughs> he's, he patented the brand on supreme depression. Uh, but as I was listening to this, I was like, "What? What did they? What did their whole plot line add to this game? Like they were just angry, and then they weren't after you played a well, song." Well, it's weird because the game really sets up the two factions, or I guess three, if you want to count the machine kind faction of. as. A big ish deal because, like, all of the NPCs like self sort and up until Shuyin is a plot point, yes, yeah. And it's after odd, that, um, it's, because then it's, it's kind of it literally doesn't matter and it didn't matter for very long. I don't know, it's strange, but you know, yeah, I think this... it, I think it helps to like sort the NPCs from the last game into some groups, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, they need they given need that all of do. those things, given that all of like the institutions from the first game are gone <laughs> and would be gone based on the end. It's a good representation of like, yeah, these people are gonna look for places to go when all of the structures that they knew are irrelevant forever, not even entering into a new cycle like the calm used yeah. to be, just fucking. You know, arc, like everyone knows it's archaic and they have to do something about it. Not like the real world where we, where we know it's archaic and we're not doing anything about it. Uh, so it's it's just kind of like a non. Yeah, it's a good setup, but it doesn't do anything with it. It doesn't really, really. land with much. It's like, OK, now we're not going to fight, but here we are. Uh, anyways, um, if you go back to the Mushroom Rock Road afterwards, you'll uh, get a little bit more scene. Notably, Lucille is sending people out. Uh, she's. Uh, acting Mevin while Nuge is uh, off in hell. Um, and <laughs> he, she like sends people off specifically with the orders to uh, like n like avoid stirring up New Yevon. Um, it's like, make sure shit doesn't get started, which is cool. Um, but she gives you a sphere called Nuge's Sphere. And if you watch it, it's just a recording of him being sad. Someone just turned on a guy. They just fucking caught him down bad in 4K, whatever the fuck that means. And he's just and like Lucille says, "Stop being sad." <laughs> basically, he's holding the camera saying, "Stop being sad." Basically, uh, and but like that is, I think that's the first time he's pointedly said, like, you know, I wish for death because my body's already half gone. Like I rebuilt myself with Machina. Right. He says a lot of weird shit that, like, I guess I could have interpreted just from his design that he has like a metal arm, but he says that his body is half Machina. Uh, and then he says that he's not sure if the death wish that has overtaken him is like the human part of him, the machina part of him or something else. I mean, we kind of know it's something else because. Yeah, I wish there was she in, but 
Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't. He seems to be dealing with Shu Yin since the uh, before the Youth League is started, which we'll talk about when we get to the Crimson Spheres in a few minutes. But yeah, it's. I I do wish there was a little bit more with Nuge. Maybe it will come when we go to hell soon and meet up. I'm assuming we meet up with him. Maybe I will be disappointed again. But I like all of it on paper. Uh, with 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 honestly the whole Crimson Squad. It's just uh, this game's kind of spread thin with having a little bit of a, a plot line in every location rather than like right a it couple good plot lines yeah it um it isn't as concerned it's it's main plot is not as strong a, a driving force as the previous games and so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's different it's, it's an interesting experience sure. in non-linearity i think a yeah. lot of it is good it's fun too uh if you give the sphere to new yevon they say fuck off yeah yibel stands up for you and i think yuna has like a monologue where she's like man yibel's cool i wish there was more people like yibel i don't i don't he's too loud <laughs> he's kind of yelly loud, isn't yeah. he lady yuna that song of yours really got me thinking uh your music can change the world i think i think we need a new patreon goal where we like buy a blimp to, to like play our cover of it and then maybe we can change the world <laughs> <laughs> Let's do. just cut out the middleman and have a Patreon tier that's just changed the world. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that easy. If you give us $2,000 a month, promise you the world will be a better place. <laughs> just trust us. For us, at least. Where do you want to cut to next? I guess Dena Wo. That's uh, the script says Dena Wo is next, which means I think we break and talk about the Crimson Spheres. Um, because you need yeah, all 10 um, to open the door. We've been, we've been grabbing them along the way. As yeah. we've been playing the game. I think um, we've talked about one of them. Like, one of them is, like, just a required plot beat, which is right near the... I think it's... I I don't know where five ends and six starts. So, like, uh, eventually... I, I think my my numbering is off. Uh, the video I was watching didn't have them, like, time-stamped. But uh, we've seen Logos and Ormi go into the cave and see a bunch of dead bodies. I think that's the only one we've maybe talked about. It's difficult for me to say because I have I saw all of them as like the video that I was watching saw all of them like shortly after finding them. So I only mm-hmm. have a recollection of them. You 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 saw all of them more recently, but the general gist is old Yevon back in the day <laughs> found a place uh which is the Den of Woe where Shu Yin's sad memories intermingle with pyreflies and they wanted to see what happens if they throw people in it. When they do, they all try to kill each other. Three people were strong-willed enough to not kill each other when Shu Yin tried to take over them. Those people were Nuge, Baralai, and Gipple. And Payne is their cinematographer. But Shu Yin continues to haunt Nuge afterwards, unbeknownst to... The rest of them. That's it, basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there's some interesting little tidbits here and there. Um, I like what I think is the Crimson Sphere 3, where, like, uh, they're talking about Vegna Gun. They're like, oh, man. Or uh, or no, maybe they're talking about beating Sin in general and, like, how calm. And Nuge is like, calm would be boring. I need shit to do because I wish for death. Uh, and that's, like, you know, good characterization for him. Uh, interestingly, we get, like, a tiny cameo from Keenock. Do you remember Keenock from 10? Uh, he... That's right. He was, like, leading the experiment. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Yeah, everything you talked about in the cave. 
they talk about seeing a, the big machina and having uh, sad feelings when they were possessed by it. Um, and then they are assigned to protect a maester, and then weirdly we cut to uh, we can't let the maesters know we didn't die. Uh, so they spl- they they go their separate ways. And the final thing that Payne recorded of them is them walking different directions, but then randomly Nude turns around and shoots Gipple, which we've discussed that he shot Gipple. Um, and the actual video makes it clear that, like, there are fireflies around him, so that was, yeah, it's probably Shuyin doing that shit. So I guess he's just been in him the whole time. So Bummer. is Payne also dead? Because in that video, he also shoots Payne, who's filming. Is she also an unsent, or is it that... No, I probably just got shot once. She, it was a non-fatal shooting in both cases. You ever seen Bambi? Bambi gets shot at the end of Bambi, but he just stands up anyway. I think it's like that. Sometimes you know what? Sometimes people I've just always get shot. Said pain is is the Bambi of Final Fantasy X two. It's true. Anyways, yeah. Do you want to skip over to the, the this Denowo scene? Uh, sure. Yeah. So you 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 get the ten mystical uh round keys. You put them in the door. Uh, Payne says, "Time to face my past." Come on, which is more forward than I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. Pain, despite not having many lines, when she does, I guess they're pretty forward. Yeah, I'll talk about it because after because this scene made me think of like what I would have wanted Payne's arc to be, given what they're trying to do, and we can get to that. We'll get to that in a bit. But I have you- I have my like script doctoring fix for her art yeah i I, yeah i know what you're talking about i um do you think this would be stronger if it wasn't optional and not in the end of the game (laughs) like um well i mean my my general thing is that i think like let's just do the scene because part of what i talk about okay so you go into the cave um riku says something's coming and then ghosts of uh, apparitions of Nuge, Barrelai, and Gipple are there. Payne recognizes them and tries to call out, but uh, the apparitions disappear just like that, and Yuna says, you okay? Payne says, what was that? Riku says, are they unsent? No, that can't be right. Yuna explains. Pyreflies. I've seen this before. There are places where pyreflies cling to people's memories and make them eternal. Payne said, those guys' memories from back then. Preserved by the fireflies. Memories are two-year-old nightmares. Shuyin shows up. Yep. And he says, older than that. Yuna says Shuyin. Sora says Riku. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Payne says you. Donald Goofy. Xehanort. Shuyin says, one who understands nothing. <laughs> uh, no. I wanted, Shuyin says, I wanted to rest forever. But the fireflies make me relive that moment again and again and again. Uh, and then he like, oh no, it's Riku. They put Shuya at her. God, duh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she gets possessed by the bad orb. Uh, she yells no a bunch and pulls out her daggers. Yuna uh, says, Riku! <laughs> yeah, the whole, it, then we kind of repeat that for Pain because Pain gets possessed Shuyin. as well. Payne says, like, to stay back before she gets uh, possessed, but they're both possessed at this point, and is this the point at which you fight both? No, I guess the scene keeps going, um, because Riku tries to attack Yuna, and Payne is about to do the same thing herself, and Yuna says, what's going on? Uh, Shuyin moves uh, towards Yuna now and says, you will see, and then uh, Yuna falls down. 
Um, uh, then we watch an FMV. Ooh. I like this. This, like... Optional. Actually, this video strikes me. So it is a... You see Shuyin at the controls of Vagnagun, presumably, or the controls of the thing that is sealing Vagnagun away. In the, I want the script set, the script describes it as an organ. <laughs> He's playing which an is. organ uh which, in well, Vagnagun. Yeah, it's like it, we saw like we see like a clip of it in, in the um the concert scene, but in this it's uh, yeah, the, the controls to Vagnagun. He's literally playing a melody on an organ. I fucking, fucking Davy love Jones. it. It's, it's very away. cool in a way that I that makes me think like it was like he plays that and then we see Len running in being like no stop and then we see the firing squad come in and kill him and it Music makes can me change think, the world it makes me think that like the main plot of this game was designed around like someone had the idea for this video and was like I gotta figure out how that makes sense <laughs> because it's like there's so much strong imagery packed into this one with like. Vagnagun's design and this magic organ and like people that kind of look like Titus and Yuna, but they're not Titus and Yuna. Like the whole thing is like so is like so much more dramatic than most of the plot of this game. Is 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 it Tetsuya Nomura? Because that feels like all of his shit. Like I'm sure it, it does wasn't. feel very Nomura. I don't believe that it is. I I don't know if he has any uh, credits on this game outside of maybe character design. If he has those, I haven't checked. Which even that is probably left over. Like a sort of legacy credit i would assume for the for a lot of them yeah i don't know if he i I haven't looked into if he updated the the yuna riku pain certainly looks like a namura design but maybe it's someone just that's uh, true (laughs) and doing doing his style you know the way that disney does stuff with uh actually let's see in in howard ashman style even even since he passed uh he was also the character designer for this one yep that tracks but yeah that feels like i don't know what the whole like creative process would have been like if he was like yeah sure. i designed these uh fake titus and yunas is like these weird mirrors of them of a different time can you do anything with that i drew drew an organ can you play an organ and then they're like uh we're gonna make it optional behind. guns big robots <laughs> music gonna- organs we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna put sacrifice. that video we're gonna put that video behind 10 magical videos in a cave uh, <laughs> and then that's the game. No. Anyway, the movie ends. Great. Uh, Shuyin says, uh, we're back in the, uh, you know, Shuyin apparition haunting Yuna uh, scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shuyin says, this is our story, Len. Uh, good choice to do that line. I uh, can't believe this is optional. Yuna says, don't make me say this again. I'm not Len. She aims her guns at Shuyin again. Uh, he uh, laughs. And then Pain and Riku, like, attack her. And she says, stop! Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, the, the, the visual language of this communicates that when Yuna is raising her gun at Shuyin, she doesn't realize mm. that she is actually raising her gun on Riku and Pain. And once Yuna yells, stop, she kind of breaks herself out of it and realizes what she was doing and what her friends are about to do. Mm-hmm. So then you fight, you have a fight with both. Uh, Riku and Pain, uh, one cool. by one, uh, you fight him, um, and you win. Wow, Yuna wins. Uh, and Riku says, Shuyin is no ordinary unsent. I could have told you that. Uh, Pain says, seems that way. When he died a thousand years ago, his feelings became intertwined with the pyreflies, creating this apparition. 
intertwined. Yuna says, he's like a dream. Isn't he dreamy? No. <laughs> she says, he's like a dream or a nightmare. <laughs> Riku Literally says, what Fane said like five minutes ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, it's fine. Riku says, he must have had some serious regrets for his feelings to act on their own like that. Uh, and Payne says, this is what destroyed the squad. Despair strong enough to crush the minds of those it touches. What just happened to us happened to them here, too. They felt Shuyin's despair. They went mad, and they died. They killed each other. Do they act? I don't think they actually died, did they? The rest of oh, the Crimson the Squad yes. did. All of the lackeys of the Crimson Squad. Yeah, I don't squad. even know if we mentioned that, because we were just focused on the, the big three. Um... Right, they were the only three survivors. The yeah. rest of them were overtaken Pain, by yeah. the... They were so overtaken by negative vibes, they killed everyone <laughs> around them. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the video of the Crimson Squad Sphere is interesting because it seems to just be like, Pain is perfectly fine filming, and then she snaps him out of it. It's kind of a... Well, it almost seems like she is not, like, she is far n- enough away from it that she is unaffected. Like, she is not part of the experiment. She seems like she was just hired to be the cinematographer yeah and i mean i think she was stumped for the oscar that year that's some really good work in there honestly shooting under pressure too like those are hot mm-hmm. that's like not an easy that wouldn't like that's a one and done shot you know it's more like shooting for a nature documentary where you're mm-hmm. like you don't if you miss the one shot you're fucked yeah anyway sorry that's just the ramblings of someone <laughs> who has had to shoot too many uh non-fiction things we see what images we again of Nude, uh, yeah, Barlai, so, and Gipple uh, pointing guns right, at and, each other. And, again. and the Shuyan ghost is back and says, but these three lived. <laughs> so I decided to use them. Payne says, you'll pay. They'll pay for this. They'll pay for this. But uh, he's just a ghost, so they can't. <laughs> uh, can't do, he has a, does um, he have a debit account? Uh, you do fight, um, you do a boss fight against Barrelai, Gipple, and then Nuge ghosts. They're not the real Barrelai, Gipple, and Nuge, obviously, because those ones mm-hmm. are in the far plane. They're in, they're in actual hell. hell. This is like... As opposed to just this, yeah. like, pocket of sadness memories. Pseudo hell, yeah. This den of woe, as it were. It's very woeful, Then After you defeat the specters... Payne says, no one uses my friends. Uh, and Riku says, anyways, let's go outside. I don't <laughs> want to be here. Yuna says, me either. And they go outside. Uh, and outside the magic movie door, outside the, the Disney vault. theater, Payne, <laughs> outside the Disney vault, Payne says, it was Shuyin. Two years ago, the guys encountered Shuyin's memories and learned of Vegnagon. After we escaped, they said they would uncover the truth behind it. But then, Nuge shot us. We thought he'd betrayed us. But Nuge wasn't Nuge. I understand now. Shuyin was using, them whole, using him the whole time. Nuge wasn't Nuge. Hate to see it. Um, Yuna says, let's go find him, Payne. Uh, and Payne says, agreed. We've got to free him from Shuyin. Riku says, not so fast. Yuna says, what? Remember when the three of them were meeting in the Bavel underground? All these pyreflies came... <laughs> that was a- weeks ago <laughs> all these pyreflies came floating out of Nuja's body in a big cloud and then they went whooshing into Barlai's body so doesn't that mean Shuyin's using Barlai now? 
I love that Riku is basically just like a VRE character doing <laughs> a, a start of episode recap. Um, uh, it was like whooshes and they were fireflies. Payne says, oh, hey, Riku, not bad. Riku giggles. You remembered. I mean, I I was so caught up on the story. I also forgot he fucking body hopped. Right, right. It is a good recap. Payne continues. I guess it's barrel eye we're saving then. By the way, he'll be helping. Yuna says, why wouldn't we? Riku says, yeah, you've already dragged us all over Spira. Yeah, this it's interesting. It's like, I guess pain was an impetus the whole time, even though not really. Like, it started well, with that's, Yuna. That's what, I, that's what I, like, was talking about. That's the line I wanted to get to, is that they set it up as if pain did that. But she does, <laughs> like, the, the, what, what it seems like they're going for is some idea where, like, pain is behind the scenes, like, ushering them to where they need to go so they can find out more about her friends and save them. Mm-hmm. But nothing that they did is actually building to my that. knowledge, like emphasizes that. And the fact that in the Crimson Spheres, they, uh, Gipple, Nuge and Barali don't tell her what they saw. They say like, they don't even understand what they saw, but they'll tell her eventually. So they don't tell her about Vegna gun, uh, in, in this little scene here, she says the thing about, like, not knowing that Nuge was possessed. I think her arc should be that she does know that he's possessed, but has no way of being like, um, so there's this uh, guy and he's a ghost, <laughs> but he has a cave. And when you're in it, you feel real sad. <laughs> but there's a big robot. And if you find it, you're king of the world. Like, like I like the idea that Payne, like, has to, like... Without telling the Gullwings what she's really about, like, get the Gullwings to learn enough information so that they will on their own want to help her. But like, yeah, and that's almost what Riku is suggesting happened, but it didn't happen. No, it's it's interesting uh, in a lot of ways. But like, yeah, it's not really pointed to like there's there's scenes throughout like, oh, I guess she knows these these main characters that are new. Uh, she's she not just really keeps saying I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but not really like motivating the plot or pushing the plot because everything is right. about finding uh, Yuna's fictional boyfriend who just if there was happens like, to also but... be the same impetus for the Crimson Squad. Uh, other right. half of like the plot. In, in my rewrite, I would have Payne like make a fake sweet like a treasure fake uh treasure sphere signal or something that Mm -hmm. like buddy's like oh we're getting a great we're getting a great signal on a sphere but it's actually just a fake because pain wanted them to go to bavel or whatever like that's what yeah i think i think anyway the din of woe not being optional would be great if they just had to go here earlier on and then like really put the plot behind pain um yeah would be good uh a lot of ways you could do that, but again, this game kind of wants to be about treasure hunting, so there's a lot of optional stuff and non-linear stuff. I think the game, this this plot is like all the interesting stuff is around like Shu Yin, all the world implications, this this like other squad of people who were kind of fucked up by his trauma in a way other than Yuna. But because it's a sequel to Ten, it's Yuna's the center, like. I I almost would pitch like I don't Yuna is like kind of only the leader of this team of of sphere hunters because she was you know basically the main character of the other game 
there's a much more interesting plot where she's like working under pain and pain's not talking about why she's doing what she's doing. Cause then, you know, oh, she has interesting. control yeah. and like is a catalyst for this plot. And, you know, would probably like that because she's like, finally people are paying attention to someone other than me. I'm not the center of yeah. attention. I don't have to do Which a fucking concert. But yeah, the the game really rests so much on Yuna's shoulders, but also the plot largely wants to be about stuff that she just is in no way connected to outside of uh, the the Lin mirroring. So I don't know. A lot of cool ideas that uh, don't connect perfectly, but I like yeah, it's most um, of the ideas on paper, and I like the experience. Of, like I like the cuts. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. the scenes tend to be good. Um, whether or not the whole is like as cohesive a, a moving story as the first, I think yeah. matters a little less because it is less what they're going for. But yeah, those are kind of the problems with it. Um, do you want to call it here? Because believe it or not, we're 36 minutes in. Or do you want to cover some more? Um, I think the things that I want to cover while we're here is the other treasure spheres worth talking about that we haven't gotten to yet, which basically sure. just further connect the... What were these four new characters doing in the last game up to up to now? Um, we already talked about Nuja Sphere. Yeah, you get like an Orin cameo. Yeah, we already talked about Nuja Sphere where he says that he's half Machina and he wants to die. Um, I mentioned Pain <laughs> Sphere, but really that's just her saying that her dream after the calm is to 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 find the airship they've talked about and uh, I guess they've mentioned it off screen. She wants she wants to be on an airship. She wants to fly around the world. Uh, that's really all she gets. And, um, I mean, I guess she got that. Uh, but then the other two Congrats. are Gipple Sphere and Baralize Sphere. Gipple, as you mentioned, uh, talks to Orin. And Orin's like, yeah, bro, just go fight Yevon. I'm doing it. It's cool. And then it's like, oh no, the Guado are attacking home. So, like, this was filmed at that exact moment in 10, uh, right before. Yeah, like, I guess it's when they all got separated and Titus mm-hmm. wakes up in the desert and fights yeah. a big bird. It's, it's in the desert. It's just... With like, a horse with no name. Yes, uh, and, and Orin is separated and just talking to Gipple. Oh, about, it felt like, good to be out of the rain, you know? Yeah, I mean, it did, yeah. So that's... Uh, and much like that... Because ma- in a desert, you can't remember your name. Because there ain't no one for to give you no name. La, 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 mm-hmm. la, 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 la. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, there was just a busker in town uh, <laughs> near my apartment who was playing uh, that song by America. And fuck it. I, it's a good song, you know? It is a good song. I agree. Uh, it, I can't punch this up any further. Much like that sphere, which uh, pointedly tells you in scene when it takes place in 10, uh, aggressively so. Uh, Baralite Sphere is kind of the same thing. Um, and it's the one that leaves That's me right. with a million more questions. Because he's reporting to Seymour. Do you remember Seymour? He's still in this game somehow. Oh, you scene. bet I do. Every, <laughs> every day. Think about him and his yaoi hands. Uh, but Baralite <laughs> is like going to work under Seymour. So I guess he's somewhere in the Yevon... Uh, power structure but basically Seymour's like sure yeah you work for me and I get rid of all of your you know Crimson Squad baggage like it's off the books you gotta clean right, slate like, to rise up the ranks cause Barrel Eye is like uh, Keenock betrayed me mm-hmm. surprise I, I can still like I'll still like Yevon if you're nice to me <laughs> essentially 
I'll, can, can I be, can I be, um, Keenock was mean to me, can you be my mom now? And then he says yes, and then uh, Tramel comes in and says, Lady Yuna is here for the wedding ceremony. Well, actually, it's, 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 it's before that, it's when she's arriving to meet for the first time. But he oh, does sure. say like, yeah. oh, oh, right, because the marriage ceremony wife. is in Bevel, not Guado Salam. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's Guado Salam, it's in Seymour's uh, big house. Uh, see more in the big blue house, um, but that's those. Those are the we've talked about the four character spheres and all the crimson spheres and the Dinowo. And uh, next time we're gonna see the sad hole that Sid found himself in in the Thunder Plains. Um, <laughs> can't wait! <laughs> Literally finds a hole and was like, "Well, guess it's time to crawl in it. <laughs> guess I'll die." Well, I disappointed my daughter, disappointed my, disappointed my niece, <laughs> turned a holy site into a, into a monkey fuck town. I guess it's time to crawl in a hole and die. I'm Sid. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah, he's like, I love his arc because you tell him he did a bad thing in chapter one. He fucks off for the whole game. <laughs> he crawls in a hole so he can die in it. Uh, he doesn't die. Speaking of um, characters who fuck off, we the only thing that we forgot to mention, and I could not find this anywhere in the script because I think it's technically optional, despite the fact that the Dinawo is in the script and you have to do this to go to the Dinawo. Uh, the last two Crimson Spheres are found in a like a weird challenge dungeon called Via Infinito in uh in Bevel. If you go there after you finish the the Bevel plot. Um, and the kindergarten. You find a Kinoch unsent there. Oh, I didn't even see that scene in my in my video. That's cool. Uh, they got him it's for two nothing. lines. He, I mean, like it is cool that he comes back, but he's like, I'm dead. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> he disappears basically. Like that's that's yeah. the gist of it. He's basically like, this is a toughie. This dungeon here. Great, I love um, it. But I do like I I I do like the dungeon because it's like I like it as a parallel to. Because, like, the title of it is cool on its own via Infinito because it parallels via Purifico, Purifico yeah. in the first one, where, like, which is the, like, the, the, the punishment dungeon where, like, <laughs> like the kind of, it's almost like, you know, it has this, but by calling it Purga, uh, or not Purgatorio, that's the fucking divine comedy. By calling it uh, Purifico, it almost implies that, like, by going through it, the prisoner is, is purified of their sins. And, and this one via Infinito almost implies that this one is for a different purpose, which makes me imagine, like, this is where powerful, like, maesters go to the, you know, because they're all undead bastards secretly, so they go there to, like, have mystical experiences or whatever and, like, see the beyond. Maybe I'm reading too much into the name, but yeah, that's that dungeon. It's cool. The Kindergartians take you there. If you remember them, Pase, if you remember him... Uh, the youngest brother of of Isaru, and he has a group of of sphere hunters who showed up in Xanarkand and never again. But they show up now. But in this scene, there's like ten of them. There were four yes, of them before, multiplied. I think, and now there's like ten. <laughs> he has added numbers to his group, uh, and yeah, they they take you into the Via Infinito and immediately like this is too scary for me. I'm twelve. What is this? And they leave. Um, and I that might be the last time that we see them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I just wanted to mention that little detail because if I didn't mention it, it would never have come up again. Uh, and that's it. Wheels, where can people find you on the internet? 
twitter.com slash singular wheels and bit.ly slash random book capitalize the r and b that last link will uh get you to where you need to be to pre-order my r and b my uh book of random encounter prompts so if you are a player of tabletop role-playing games uh specifically fantasy because this is a real it's a real mass market event you know it's meant to Mostly for, you know, your Dungeons and Dragoners, but any sort of high fantasy setting will work perfectly with the book. It's called the Ultimate Random Encounter Book. And again, you can find it at bit.ly forward slash random book, capital R and B. Hell yeah. Uh, What about you, Joe? You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, ghost of J-O. I'm, I don't know when this episode comes out, but I'm in the process of working on something new that isn't a podcast. Although there will be an audio component if you prefer that to reading. Uh, but uh, I'm excited about it. I'm sometime in March, so just follow me on Twitter. I'll tweet about it. And uh, also, as always, you can listen to my One Piece podcast if you want to hear me talk about uh, One Piece. Also, my uh, it's called We Are Watching One Piece. My co-host there, Jory... Uh, he and I are going to stream a way out soon. Um, it's not like a new relevant game or anything. There's no charity event attached. We've just been saying we should stream that since it came out. And now you're gonna. It's been years. So we're just like, hey, we should just, instead of, (laughs) instead of recording one weekend, let's do this thing we said we've wanted to do off and on for years. So we're going to finally do it. Um, it'll be at twitch.tv slash the orange groves. So hit that follow if you haven't already. I'll also be tweeting about it. Um, that's all my stuff that I'm going to say. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter, at MemorizeCast. Our pinned tweet and our show notes will also have links to various things, such as our Discord server you can join, chat about Kingdom Hearts, chat about Final Fantasy, chat about other shit, chat about Yuffie. Uh, oh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash MemorizeCast as well. Uh, you can get these episodes a couple days early. You can also get uh, bonus episodes once a month. Last month was a uh, new Coda reading episode on the Elder Scrolls side. This month we'll be back in JoJo Part 3, where I get to talk about the Bad Monkey, and I don't remember what happens after it. My notes don't go that far, but uh, other stands show up. Hopefully Whole Horse shows up soon. I like him. He's got a funny name. And a gun. Count me in. This gun's pretty funny too, actually. Anyways, uh, oh, I can't wait to get to Dan of Steel as well. I bet you can't guess what that's a musical reference to. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's over at the Patreon, the five dollar tier. Uh, Patreon.com. <laughs> it's, it's a great localization. Joe, uh, drink your big black cow and get out of here. <laughs> uh, that should that should be how we end every episode. <laughs> Our theme music is Will and Tim. Uh, nope, it's Yuna by Will and Tim. I did it. I finally <laughs> messed up the order. It's Yuna by Will and Tim, courtesy of Game Chops. I never say review us possessed on iTunes. Possessed by Shuyin. <laughs> yes, I've been possessed by Shuyin. Uh, review us on iTunes. I hope Shuyin possesses you just to do that. That's probably all the stuff that there is to plug. So, that was Movie Night! <laughs> Got, Got it. it. Memorized? Ha 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 ha!
Seen it. Seen it. Don't care. Gross. Babe, you've been scrolling through the queue for hours. Just pick something already. It's not that simple. I'm a man of discerning taste. Oh yes, only the finest cat girls for you. Yours must be five inches or more. Anything less would be an affront to Kamisama. Does this sound like you? Does that sound like anyone? If so, we can help. We're two weirdos and we have our own podcast. On our show, Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends, we highlight the best. Not the best. We highlight the most thrilling. Uh, not that either. We highlight anime? Yes. Odd, amusing, and oddly amusing anime from Japan and beyond. Semi-deep dive discussions, dated references, weep shit. We got it all. Who are you people? You got anything with cat ears? No, forget the cat ears. I want broken mama's boys. 